Hey everybody and welcome along to this week's edition of the Irish Golfer Podcast. Peter Finnan here, joined as always by John Craven. Hey John. Hey Pete, great to be here. How are you? All good, all good, all good. Looking forward to this week. Looking forward to this week. Ah, it's a major <laughs> week. Why not? Major week. Uh, yeah, before we get kicking off, as always, uh, this pod is brought to you in association with TaylorMade Golf. If you've not tried the new TaylorMade Stealth Driver and its carbon face, uh, do get to your local TaylorMade stockist and try it out. It certainly worked for Mr. McElroy over the weekend. Um, serious gains to be got in the metal woods as well, so don't don't overlook the old woods department. No, or a decent caddy. Amazing what a good caddy will do for your game. <laughs> Stop, you're at it already, <laughs> at it already. Right, well, um, yeah, getting stuck in. Seismic week for golf. Yeah, no, Seismic it was massive. week for golf. Yeah, it was... Uh, I don't know where you want to start. I don't know. Like, I'm just glad it had a happy ending, because it was a bloody horror, like it was a total horror story there for the whole week. <laughs> I was struggling. It was sad. Wasn't enjoying it. And then the PJ Tour got an unbelievable leaderboard. So I'll probably start with the good news. Maybe, well, the, bi- the, like the biggest seismic shift, shift in golf this week, for me anyway, was Spanish Point were knocked out of the Munster Pierce Versal <laughs> by Kilkee in the second round. So that hasn't happened in a while. So that was seismic in itself. That must have been pre-planned. No way are those lads going out that early. That's just a they could be signing for live. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a huge upset. My God, I didn't yeah. know that. Now, Pete, that was lost down in the, the hierarchy of lost, golf yeah. news. Um, but yeah, no, <laughs> you've thrown me for a yeah. No. Try and lighten the mood before the exactly. like serious postmortem. I, I actually feel happen. pretty good. Um, yeah, this isn't going to be the obituary of golf. At all, but that's all thanks to Rory McIlroy. Yeah, he was unbelievable. I think we talked about it ages ago. I was saying how this thing has kind of turned into Lord of the Rings a bit, and like Greg Norman was Saruman, and like the Saudis were Sauron, and yeah. like who were, and I think Jay Monahan was Gandalf, and you were like, who's going to be Frodo? And we joked, was it going to be McIlroy? But I feel like he's brought that ring to Mordor and thrown it in the fire. <laughs> I, at least I hope he has. Anyway, uh, I just thought yesterday was Greg unbelievable. Greg Norman is Schmeagel. We were calling him Schmeagel. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's so many Schmeagels there flip-flopping between the good and evil. Um, no, did you watch last night? I I really enjoyed it. Yeah, now, I no, I did. Say. I watched a good bit of golf now over the weekend in fairness. Yeah, yeah no, and yeah, there was a, there was a lot to watch. Um, but no, yeah, like starting, it just couldn't have gone better for the PGA Tour yesterday. It's like, it's. I don't think it's a complete fluke either because I feel like, like McElroy, Justin Thomas, Fino. I think th- those lads, like a lot of people are saying Monaghan was nowhere to be seen all week, and that was true publicly, but I wouldn't be surprised if he gave these boys a serious pep talk before the week. And was just like, I really need something from you boys. Like, our brand needs something from you boys. The product needs something from you boys. It needed a winner like McElroy, definitely. But like I, it, to like get them all, though, like to get that three men, and I know uh, Tony Fina wouldn't be her cup of tea in the last group. You know, it's so bad. I was only, I was texting last night. Like with Tony Fino, I never even considered him part of the tournament, even though he was in the final group of McElroy. Like never once did I look on poor phony as a threat. Oh, so never and once. of course he holds that whatever yeah, forty footer at the last. Yeah, beep beep reversers <laughs> back on into second. Here we go. Here's a rake of right uh, points. To have the ball in it though was brilliant. And yeah, I I don't know. I think everything like even the fans in Canada it seemed to be making a, an extra effort to support the players for being there. 
Um, they got free moose head for the week after, I'd say. Like, yeah. just, they, some of them, like the board banging and uh, like that part three to 16th, where they yeah, like, yeah, the marshals yeah. dressed up as referees. Oh, you know, what was and, the crack there? Like all the, what was it, like the helmets. They'd hurling helmets on the yeah. tee box like that. It uh, was brilliant. No, my yes. brother was slagging. He was like, oh, finally we have multi-millionaires we can root for. Because he's just like, it's all ridiculous. Like yeah. they're all just absolutely loaded. But um, no, like... Fair play to McElroy, up to number three in the world off the back of that win. Um, yeah, like, I just think it's great. I, I love this comment afterwards. He, like, that's obviously gone everywhere. Couldn't number, help having a dig. Yeah, number 21. Like, so great to be skipping by Greg Norman. A lot of people were saying that was kind of petty of McElroy. Yeah. But Greg Norman referred to McElroy and other lads as brainwashed by the PGA Tour, though. So I think he's kind of initiated the war words. Um, so I think McElroy's more than entitled to have a cut on him. He was just serious down the down the straight. Like where, it, like I loved the digs. McElroy was throwing the digs out big time last night. Like I loved the little dig he had at Radar when he was going out the sky <laughs> afterwards, <laughs> walking by. Yeah, oh hey, yeah, yeah. Apparently I'm not a good wish player, and he yeah. just takes the microphone off him. And Radar's like, oh, I, I know. And Radar was laying to him on wedges yeah. as well. No, that was brilliant. It's yeah, exactly. I kind of always have to think the players are listening. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, 100%. No, I thought that was quality. Like in in fair, like without any of the live stuff, like just talking about McElroy's game going into a major week, it's hard to know like where that puts him. But the way he won that, like the fact that it looked like he was gonna lose it. Um, so I think he bogeys thirteen, missed a three footer for birdie. Then on fifteen, he bogeys sixteen. Like yeah. if he had a Peter out there and didn't win, God Almighty! I don't oh, know stop! How if he did went. what Thomas did on the last two holes, yeah, we would, like it would have been. It would have been a different. This would have been a morbid podcast. If, if Tony Fino won it with that, but the last. Stuff. Um, yeah, no, it would have been morbid, but to like, and because he isn't the serial winner anymore that he has been, so I'm sure it was a bit of pressure there, and he would have put a lot of pressure on himself to win it for the tour, and like it was wasn't just the Canadian Open, like this was a big week. Um, so, so yeah, many positive stuff. So many. To, to birdie the two final holes, though, like yeah. I'm still not believing he's going to win the US Open, but it totally opens that question well, back up again. The last player to win a week before a major and go on and win the major was Rory McIlroy. There you go. You know, when back that, in, in the 2014. 80s, no, back in 2014, <laughs> he won the yeah. WGC the week before he won the PGA. Yeah. Remember when Phil and Ricky let him through on the last and there was war <laughs> yeah, over yeah, that? Yeah. Bit of shortness of light. Ah, oh, stop. Omens. Omens, Pete. Um, no, it's a good to even have that storyline. Um, it was just a really good, yeah, good performance by McElroy. It's huge. It is massive. It's massive going into the week. Like, um, yeah, well, like we'll break down that tournament or break down his game. Then what do we? You don't well, fancy him? Uh it's not that. I just still don't know if he has it between the ears to win a major at the minute. But again, like I said it before whatever the last one was, Southern Hills. Like thinking that the the Masters, like the way he finished that, was going to like just give him the belief to go and do it didn't really happen at the PGA this is another example of where it looked to be going wrong and then he pulls out two birdies for the last two holes to win the tournament that you'd think it would give him the belief to win it yeah. but I'm just not sold now in saying that like there's not a lot of lads playing very well in the top 10 in the world at the minute over the last few weeks anyway obviously Justin Thomas is but hopefully he goes out and plays well again but yeah it was his wedge play wasn't it Hundred percent, no, as well, and it's dro- he dro- he drove the ball well too. Barring yeah. those couple of snap ups in the final round, and, yeah. Yeah. no, he did. He no, drove, he did, he drove he did, the yeah. ball very well, and he he putted well. Yeah, uh, like, barring those couple of shorties, yeah. which are yeah, yeah. but it, like he gives himself so many that you yeah. yeah, he gives everyone a chance. Like he's just keeping it interesting. 
Ah, uh, bananas. No, I thought, yeah, his wedge play was brilliant. Like, lots of sawn-off shots. They were all over that on Sky. I think his um, what, proximity to the hole was, like, less than five feet or yeah. something from 125 yards. Like, that's insane. Three feet. Um, so there there you go. Like, that's unreal. Um, yeah, like, his game, it was brilliant. Like, you, you couldn't really ask for any more. Um, I thought, It's all down to the caddy. The caddy thing is gas. Like it, I, <laughs> and Rory, you could see he was finding it hilarious as well. The fact that uh, Niall was on the bag, yeah. and like, I didn't know he was a rugby they player. Like, half. Yeah, like, yeah, they grey crack. Yeah, after, I just say like I'm sure he's winding up Harry to the hilt over there. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, Harry at home with his is that his first baby? Second, second baby, exactly. Because there was a lot of people on Twitter being like, "What's going on with the caddy situation?" Blah blah blah. But um. Yeah, no, just coincidental timing. And I think Niall had been on the bag before and they finished four together in Dubai or Abu Dhabi yeah. or somewhere. So yeah. um, he's had experience before. But the interesting thing actually to come out after it was that because obviously Rory was taking on a lot more responsibility himself, like having a stand-in caddy, that he just thought going forward, like he was pacing out of a lot of his yardages and stuff like that, that he's going to take more accountability and maybe that might help him along. Not to say Harry wasn't doing it right or whatever, but maybe it just helps well, sometimes like, yeah, into the shot like, or whatever. <clears throat> he, Harry might be doing too much for him or yeah. you're over, you know, he, like he gets into his own process and his own decision-making a little bit. I don't know. We're splitting hairs at that. Like We are. Well, the big thing was... Um, I just think it was a lucky week for Noel to be on the bag and that was it. Yeah, because McElroy's fire seems to have been just lit by this live thing. And yeah. that'll be the interesting thing now at the US Open. Can he keep that going? Like, I wonder, Harry, will Harry be back for the US Open? I never even asked that. I wonder, will he be back this week? I would have assumed he would be, but yeah, I'd be only guessing now as well. Um, but I do think that, yeah, like it, just unknowingly or unwitt- unwittingly or whatever, that McElroy suddenly might be the Rory McElroy we all know and love again, just out of spite for Greg Norman. Like that would be some turn up for the books if something like that happened. No, it was Savage View and it was so good, like it was edge of the sea stuff. There were a few, like, Jay Monaghan I thought was cringe. That was wild. Like, if that's what, it doesn't get fire in my belly. Now, Rory is fire in his belly for a different reason. Like, he's obviously, in his eyes, protecting the game from yeah. what, what's gone on all week. But, like, when you look at then your leader and is like, you know, might as well have been Donald Trump press conference. Like, <laughs> honestly, it was shocking. It was like, I just thought it was just, I, I can't get my head around it. He's not a leader. Like he's not, he's not someone that inspires me or he's not someone that I listen to and look up to and go, yeah, this is why, like he kind of sums up what's wrong with the PGA tour more than what's right with it. And listening to him and go down his holes, like, Nine eleven rhetoric and like yeah. oh, I knew too close. Like, what the hell is he doing? Well, Jim, I know it's a big thing in the states. Yeah, well, Jim Nance prompted that, but you'd have to wonder being in this gig, like, were those questions pre-planned? Um, oh, absolutely. So yeah, Jim was looking down at the cards, and so was he. Like, but still, it just came across like for something that is pre-prepared, it, it was just horrendous. It's just interesting that like he was. Like that, the route they've decided to go down, like haven't been quiet, is to come out and basically, like, I'm really offended and taking this personally that these guys have gone elsewhere, as opposed to being like a corporate leader coming yeah. out. Like, exactly. Yeah. You can't take it personally. Like, he thinks they're again, like, uh, uh, yeah, he is the head of the PGA Tour, but he thinks they've done it to him. Yeah. He's nearly crying on the broadcast. Like, yeah, it did look like he was going to well up. Um, 
And yeah, like you have to qualify a lot of this. Uh, that like they're like they're big money as well. And they're like, under siege. Yeah, yeah it's like the it's first time ever the bully is being bullied. Yeah, and that that and like, that's what it's thing. And it 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 highlights more of what's wrong and why these players are actually taking. It. I'm not trying to justify it, but it highlights more why these players are actually looking at alternatives because they're so pissed off. Yeah. And like Jay Monaghan and the PGA Tour are so lucky they have the Rory McIlroys of this world and the Justin Thomases of this world because like these guys that younger guys that actually believe in tradition and in history because like anyone that's gone doesn't give a shit about that anyway. Yeah. But he's they're blessed that they still have assets like that. But if they if they just turn this which they are into personally us against them it's all going to go the wrong way. Yeah, you'd have to wonder if behind the scenes there's something else happening and if he just played that 9-11 card like, to rile up the fans in a way that a Donald Trump would use just something sensationalist just to be like, yeah, we are America, yeah. USA. <laughs> US. That's the thing. And like. that's it, like, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It was, it was bizarre. Like, Jim Nance was coming out with all the betrayal stuff as well and, like... At the end of the day, Jim Nance's job is like with the PGA Tour, yeah. and like they have to look after number one as well. Um, it's old guys pulling the ladders up behind them, like that's it. Yeah. Just reeks of that. It reeks of the old golf analogy that people that I know that don't play golf or aren't into golf look yeah. at golfers exactly. Like. That's how I look at the PGA Tour and how they're acting. But and live, that's how you look at choice. everything, though. That's how oh, you look no, at the absolutely. live golf thing as well. And <clears throat> I'm not justifying the live golf. Oh no, I, yeah, no, I we'll know you're not. That. But just this whole thing because it literally is a conversation about money and lads who have won the lotto fifty times over just cashing in for I more am money. Sad, and like, it's 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 broken to me. It's a, like this is just. I don't think this is repairable the damage that is after being done in the last week like I'm very sad look at I was happy looking at Rory McIlroy last night I was you know I, I, I looked at some of the live stuff I looked at a lot of the live stuff and yeah like some bits of it appealed to me in in its own unique way but like the way politically everything is going now I'm just sad that like the game that we all grew up watching mm. in the format we all grew up watching and it's not that it's dead because of live. It's dead because the PGA Tour have kind of overexploited it, and not evolved it in the way that they like. They're they're the governors of the professional game, and they they just let it go stale. Yeah, they've let it go stale through corporate greed, and they're the ones now pointing the fingers at live about. Uh, sports washing and corporate greed and these greedy players where well, now that's literally what the PJ Tour was built on. But yeah. now they're now they're not the, the you know they're they're not they're, they, they haven't got the biggest wheelbarrow in the room anymore. No, and they're able to point to all their philanthropic work and talk about all the money they yeah, give to charity and stuff like that. Yeah, but like that's what like their <clears throat> fallback is always going to be that. But no, I agree with a lot of what you're saying. Um, and you only have to look at the DP World Tour now and. Look at the Asian tour, which actually might come out with this okay, um, yeah. just to know how much those two tours have been pillaged before this. And yeah, you'd have to say that the um, PJ tour have been asleep at the wheel a bit, thinking that they're the only show in town um, and that they don't have to evolve. And they haven't evolved for, I don't know, the last two 10 decades. years at least. Tiger yeah, two had, decades. Without, like, you know, the Tiger changed everything and did their job for them nearly. And then the mm. kids that have came after Tiger made it easy to sell. But like, 
Well, it just, if it's not Liv, it's going to be somebody else. Well, and I think it has to be someone else. Like, whatever about, like, how, like, happy I was that the week ended on that note, like, that was, like, a, a one in, like, you get maybe two events a year, you might get that kind of a leaderboard for a finish, two regular events a year, and it just highlighted how, yeah, like, you need to bring all these lads together more often and put them against each other. Like, you want the best playing events, the best. And the PJ Tours... Like solutions to that in the past was WGCs, which yeah. are an absolute snooze fest, like brutal. Yeah. Um. And like no cut, like paydays for everyone, but absolutely no invention. So yeah, like there are, like I think there's a huge room for better formats and shorter seasons and like lots of things. But like, it's it's just not live golf for me. And uh, like we'll go into why that's going to be eventually. But like. Like you need people earning and playing their way into these like bonus events, like kind of like FedEx Cup playoffs, but not even that. Um, like it's interesting how like Monaghan was just constantly slamming like money, 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 as opposed to our legacy, legacy, legacy. But all we've been writing about is like PJ or FedEx Cup points and yeah. money, and so like I it's like totally pot kettle black <coughs> stuff. We're going on about we're going on about Rory McIlroy and even. Rory, like, if reports are to be believed on that. Like, yeah, he got a nice paycheck yesterday. But, like, when he won uh, Canada last time, mm. I think it was 2019, 2019 wasn't it? yeah. So when he won that tournament, apparently he got, like, $3.5 million appearance fee yeah. plus $1.2 million. So you add that up, he's made more than Chucky Schwartzel made there for yeah. doing exactly. his take. Like, you know, so the money is there. Big time. I think that was the year he had to play... What he has to play like a couple of extra events a different or tournament again. Or just rules that they're yeah. laying on top of players. But obviously, then he went the to the highest bidder. Like the, yeah. all the different tournaments were pulling at him, and he's admitted to the money that he makes off appearance fees in the past. But and I do think a big part of this whole um, live golf. Well, like it's not that I think. Like obviously, a big part of the live golf thing is that where the money's coming from and the Saudi influence and all. Like if golf was to get fucking Jeff Bezos or something like that if JP McManus was back and lived yeah off, exactly this would be a different conversation completely you'd be encouraging lads to do it but that, that um, but that, that that's an admission that the format yeah, is but like you okay. need well we'll go into how <laughs> I think the team format is an absolute joke um, but the idea of getting the 48 best players together playing is a good thing yeah but you have to earn it. Like, this, these lads aren't... Like, Pat Perez, we'll go into him later, but, like, he was basically referred by the Gretzkys to get into this thing. I think he's ranked, like, 170th in the world. So, like, is that sport now that it's, like, you're, like Dustin Johnson, that like, your mate says, oh, just give Pat a payday there. He kind of needs it. He's falling on hard times. Peter like, Ulheim, the same, you know, like? with, with his dad, Wally, is yeah, and Mr. That's, Titleist. Exactly. And that's back to what you were saying about how your non-golfing friends view golf, like the clothes shop elitist. Um, you can't get into my member's club. Um, and that's exactly what that is. So, yeah, golf could do it. And we've talked about the Premier Golf League as maybe the good guys who the PJ Tour might eventually have to pair up with or whatever to get something like this. But with Live Golf, like, as you say, there's, like, it's so cracked now. Um, and I don't see how Norman can claim that, like, they're going to coexist peacefully if he's talking about next year, like, these lads have to play 14 events. And if they want to play majors as well, that's 18 events. Like average Poe's gonna play what twenty two events. Dustin Johnson's gonna play no more. He says, "Yeah, like the reason I'm joining Live Golf is I want to play less golf." Like he's checked out of the building. <laughs> um, so yeah, like it is. It, that's the sad thing about it because as we we're talking about this, 
and like all like every positive for live golf at the minute is for the players that are like cashing in and yeah playing less golf for more money but for the fans it's like we yeah, are we're losing we're out. nothing <clears throat> but we're, we're not, not even in the conversation we're not losing out because we're losing out because these lads won't communicate with each other the tours the european tour the pga tour and live golf that's why we're losing out I know, but I don't know, like, how does that conversation I know. go? Like? Well, it's, uh, the European tour started it by bringing the Saudis into the room, and now they've lost the room, and now they're going to lose their tour by the looks of things. Like, it, I don't know. It, it, I definitely wouldn't say they are. I, like, I actually feel after that first week better about the situation than worse. Do you? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm the absolute opposite. I feel, I, I like, like... Let's get, like, we can get into it. Yeah. Like, get stuck in. Why do you feel better? Like well, I'll well, say why I feel good all right, go or on, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. That's the that's the worst. Like that's the worst field that this live situation's ever gonna have. It's gonna evolve. The lids off now. Like you read stuff online. There's names like Victor Hovland muted. Don't believe that. In. I know you don't. But yeah, but like I t- last week I wouldn't have believed Bryson. Honestly, I wouldn't have, and 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 I wouldn't have like. Well, we knew two he weeks ago. To DJ, I, that was a bombshell. Um, so it's like these guys are not happy with how golf is, and I'm, yeah, I'm. I'd be more negative looking at this now. Going, I I just fear that we're going to end up at a stage with golf that it's boxing, and you've a WBA know, yeah. and WBC and whatever WBO, and you've all these different tours. Um, doing and yeah it, that that's my fear for golf is it ends up like boxing and we never outside majors never get to see the best players playing against each other and that that that's really really bad and once the genie was out of the bottle with this live thing they're not backing down now once it's once they've done one the next one is going to be so interesting because there's so many rats waiting in the wings just I, waiting yeah. to sign up I definitely agree that there's plenty of rats but like the rats that are joining now are like Patrick Reed Bryson like Bryce, I'm not sure if he's ever going to be fit again as a golfer. Like he absolutely blew up there last time out. Who like who has joined that you're going to miss so far? Like DJ, I would have missed until I heard his interviews last week, and he just basically admitted that he doesn't want to play golf anymore. Soulless, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's, it's soulless. Like so, he's not going to. It was int- like I think it was Jamie Weir asking him the question. He's like, "What, what are you going to do? Like in your spare time, like you're going to fish or whatever?" And he's like, "I'm just going to do whatever the hell I want." Like, yeah. and he's like, "I joined this tour because like, like I don't want to play anymore, and I'm not going to play golf for the rest of my life, which is fine." But like he could have said outside that, like, oh, "I'll work on my game maybe a bit, or I'll practice or whatever." I just don't think DJ's ever going to be ch- competing in majors again because his work ethic's not there. And why would it be if he's di- like he has a great life by all? accounts outside of golf yeah um and he's now being given an extra 200 mil or whatever it is um yeah he's completely checked out i think the reason i feel good about it is i don't think yes that field will get better but it might get better with like bubba watson matthew wolf who's like brutal the last couple of years um and like how what i feel good about is the top 10 in the world so like scheffler ram mcelroy cantley thomas smith morikawa hovland burns speed you reckon maybe Hovland would go. I can't see any of those 10 go. And I think as long as golf keep those 10, like they're so young, they're so much better than anything that's been playing on live golf. Um, just, and you, like the word you said there, soulless, which is being brought up all the time. Like I watched the live golf stuff on the first day, which I swore I wouldn't do, but like a, you kind of yeah, have to, have to have an opinion. Yeah. Um, and it was soulless. Like it meant nothing. 
It's like, like a lads, pro-am. It is like a pro-am. Yeah, almost worse it than that. It has that vibe like, of a pro-am. But that, it's exactly what that's we, because of the players. That's well, because of the field. I think the format... Like, if you were to take the live golf format and actually the PGA Tour were to say, right, you know what? We're going to dump our WGCs. Yeah. And we're going to actually... Those six to eight weeks of the year in our calendar, we're going to have these team things. And we're going to do that. Yeah. Would that work? Absolutely. Yeah, but I think why that would work is that maybe they wouldn't all be given two hundred million each to to play it in the first place. Because then, like for me, that just immediately negates the incentive to win. So if they qualify through regular season events to play in an end of year like bumper the, format, the PGA or Tour would never do something like this without being bullied. Oh, agreed. And that's what we were so, saying earlier. They were asleep at the wheel. Like so, for sure, like it's 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 um no, they, like they've been caught with their pants there, whatever you want to say. Like, but I just don't think this isn't the way to go about it. Like you talk about, like if I watch Lionel Messi play football, like I struggle with the money that's in sport, full stop. But like me, Lionel Messi, whatever he gets, five hundred grand a week, at least I can justify that. Lionel Messi, probably the best player like I'll ever see in my lifetime. He sells shirts galore. He scores goals. He assists. He's at the top of his game. None of these lads are worth what they're getting paid. Not even close. And it like there's no ads, there's no commercial viability, there's not um well, like who there's, dictates it, what they're worth, you know? It's whatever someone's well, willing to pay. And that's I, I know, know but what the that's the thing. Like who's <coughs> willing to pay it and why are they willing to pay it? And we haven't mentioned the word once and I'm not gonna get into it, but like it's sports washing. Yeah, we have yeah. to like it's blatantly sports washing. Graham McDowell's proud to support that. Fair play G Mac. <laughs> Hope you're still listening to the podcast, yeah absolute sellout. Um like unbelievable I thought like no, it was hor- it was horrendous the, to hear that. Their pre the, the press conferences were that was the best part horrible. of the week. It was I the know. best part yeah. of the week. It was like and and the most we talked about this. Like I, uh, the the best and worst of the whole week was the press conferences. Like the 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 question that was asked to the lads about like if Vladimir Putin was the host of the tournament, would you play? Like that that was so pointed and good. And the the answers they got were just like the lads didn't have a clue. They how weren't to react. smart enough to answer no. that question. And, and the, Phil Mickelson was absolutely like roasted. Oh. He was just put on a spit and roasted. And yeah. like the best question, right? You've apologized so many times. What exactly are you sorry for, Phil? And he just like this glazed look just fall over his face, and you're just going like. How does he not know they weren't going to ask him a question like that? Absolutely. And that, like the beauty of it was clearly Phil is apologising for nothing. Like yeah, he yeah. Does, he'd be apologising because he has to, to move on with the golf. In Like Pat Perez a couple of months ago, or whenever it was, a couple of weeks ago even, about Phil Mickelson was like his apology was such horse shit. In fact, the fact that he thought he was trying to make it better for the players, he was in it for one reason. If anyone thinks he wasn't in it for his own pocket and his own pocket only, it's bloody laughable, blah, blah, blah. No, and now Papa has joins. Like, the whole thing's laughable. But like. does it for you, right? And this is the... the um, like, is it just... If the money was coming from somewhere else, like we said, JP McHass, would you would you embrace this? No, not in its current form. Like, I think you have to play your way into it, this thing. I don't like, mean as a two... Or like. The way it's been painted to us now is all wrong. It's either us or them, and it's it's good money, bad money. I don't agree with the way it's been played out now. They should be doing stuff together. They should be innovating. Like, there's nothing to stop the PGA Tour copying certain formats and tournaments yeah. and and doing this. And like, they, you know, they don't own a format of golf. Live golf. It is revolutionary of what they're. It has been spoken about for a long, long time. Doing something like this. These guys have just have the money to get yeah. 
people involved. They're not the first sport in the world to be have stupid money bandied around. Well, what's revolutionary about that's another thing. Like I tuned in and like there was a live leaderboard up on the left side of the screen. Yeah, there was teams lads didn't know who they were playing with. But that that um, that is only a, that's only because of Mickelson. If we had forty eight players playing for the one team and where there was a proper draft and it wasn't done every week, that's their original concept. And I think that's a good concept. If you were I, to do that with WGCs, that would actually work. Like, I, I think it'd be class. But, like, who... I, I don't see the individual golfers wanting to play together for no particular reason. Like, the, it needs a lot more thought put into it than this. Like, they're kind of soulless teams. The whole team concept was insane, I thought. Like, yeah, this isn't how they envisage it going forward, but... For the eight events, we're going to have to invest in a new team every week because yeah. the team captains are going to redraft. The fact that the teams that finished first and second were hand-picked teams, they weren't even drafted. So, like, as someone pointed out, I don't know who it was, whatever it was, four or five million for the team prize, and you have two hand-picked teams going, winning, like, one and two. Like, if this is about team competition, surely, like, as a competitor against that, I'd be like, well, why did they get to pick their team? No one gives a shit because they all got prepaid unbelievable amounts of money. Yeah, so yeah, teams no doesn't matter. Question it. Yeah, like so that was like mad, and even just the whole like all the golfers talking about the team stuff and like you have events like the Sevy Trophy that literally died on their arse. These golfers are no more interested in team golf, like without the money that's being put into it. That's the only like unique thing about. But the, the only issue most people have is where the money's coming from. Is what I'm trying to get at. And, and like it's a huge issue for it sure. Is a big yeah, issue. it is a big issue. But well, I just, I just can't, and I'm not condoning. I just don't think like golfers are being, and golf as a sport globally now is being portrayed as a greedy sport by media outside of golf. But like, and golfers are being asked questions that politicians aren't being asked yeah. globally. And I, ju- I just think there's a bit of hypocrisy in. A lot that's gone on in it Like why is Gray McDowell And Phil Mickelson Being asked about Vladimir Putin And being asked about Human rights atrocities And like You know Ireland do a billion Euros worth of trade yeah. With Saudi Arabia And I know we're bandied out With all this stuff We've now banned Russian oil And Russian gas So it's coming from Saudi Arabia So that's what's lying It's not blood money Like They're a blood Tarnished regime But it, like people Calling it blood money And like Jay Monaghan Talking about 9-11 and, and all this sort of stuff Like where do you draw the line with Like what Saudi Arabia are trying to do now Is what Dubai did 25 years ago 30 years ago Yeah but like as they continue to do all the things That people bring up Yeah as they they, they are continuing But like so that's 60 years ago 80 years ago America were doing the same they weren't stoning people to death. For ah. Well, what do you mean? Ah, like that's what people are talking yeah, about. I know, some of it, eighty-one executions this like, year. Like, I don't want to go down that route. No, but you can't say. Way, but no, I'm not. Ta- I'm not using that as a justification. I'm just saying that there is. Where Where do you draw the line with when a regime like the Saudi regime wants to westernize? And I know it's sports. Yeah, but maybe if they start by sorting out all the basic hum- human issues, as opposed to starting with a forty-eight man golf tournament, like oh, that no, is I know. the line. Well, they're not starting with that. Like they've done Newcastle and Formula One, and they've yeah, done, but like, do I know, the, yeah. do the like important yeah. human stuff. So, all I'm trying like, to say is like, like we as a country do a lot of business with Saudi. No, Arabia, I agree with that. And we go like you know the biggest, one of the biggest governmental events that has happened over the last few years this the the dubai expo 
that was cancelled and brought. Like the only country, as far as I can see, that the Irish delegation left that expo to go to was Saudi Arabia while they were down there. A private jet came in, picked up our ministers, brought them to Saudi, flew them back all in one day. And like no one no one questions that up but yet golfers that yeah, I, I totally disagree with the amount of money that that's been taken. But when when who gives us the right to decide when the Saudis want to start westernizing or going the way that Dubai, Qatar, all these countries around them. Like Qatar shouldn't be hosting the World Cup. No, there's I, deeper I, issues. No, but here. that's been slated as it well. It has been be slated fair. as well, but it's normalized now. The World Cup's gonna happen. It's gonna happen, but like, I don't think I wouldn't say it's normalized, but I say that around that tournament there's gonna be a lot, lot of like a lot of um, players will be asked questions, but they won't be asked questions like the golfers were asked. I think yeah, like there's definitely uh, like part of me when I and was again, listening I'm not to these, No, I know, but I, part of me when they were answering those questions, part of me was like you'd think if they had a good PR team or whatever, that they'd have some of that stuff prepared in their answer. I think one of the big reasons that they get thrown under the bus is because they instead of answering like that or like like I feel like there are bigger issues at play than me and like look at like what the US are doing with arms and Saudi Arabia and blah blah like if they could go down all that instead like McDowell comes out with I'm actually if the Saudis want to change the way they're operating whatever I'm proud to support them and he, like he basically gives the definition of sports watching I just think they're so ill prepared in their answers that like they are easy targets and I agree with a lot of what you're saying about wouldn't it be great if our politicians were quizzed like these golfers are getting quizzed I think a big part of it though is that they are ripping the heart out of golf, and like people are seeing that yeah, their no, greed, their for me. their cash grab is ruining the sport. So forget about Saudi Arabia; they're actually ruining like some people's escape, um, which is golf of a Sunday evening or whatever, and watching it. They're ultimately diluting the competition, and it's n- like nothing about it is going to make golf better. And I think a big part of it when I tuned in for that first day of live was like, am I meant to forget about? Like everything I know that is golf, so like the twenty five years or whatever I've been watching golf, like it does none of that matter anymore. Like those tour stops, like the even the fact of having a PGA Tour card or a DP World Tour card, which isn't as important anymore, it seems. But like having a PGA Tour card was a dream, and um, like it, I'm doing what I love to do, and I'm so fortunate to be here, and that's the kind of thing you d- used to hear golfers talk about. And ultimately, the lads that are jumping here to live are lads that. Are aren't going to have a PGA Tour card. So from that point of view, I get... Yeah, Eamon Lynch hit the nail on the head when he was talking about these guys of competitive relevance. Mm. And, like, we, I've often slated lads like Phil Mickel. I called them irrelevant before he won the PGA yeah. last year. Um, but, like, yeah, competitive relevance sums it up that, like, I'm not... Any of the guys that have left so far... You know, Bryson does move the needle in fairness to him. Like, what he did last last time. At, like, what he does off the tee and what he brings to the game and that audience he attracts, that's huge. It's a yeah. huge loss for the PGA Tour. Um, but he's an arsehole. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, but, you know, it, it's... No, I know, I know. But I know. competitively, he's he's gone through injuries. He doesn't really contend in majors like he should. Very similar to DJ. Um, you know, doesn't... Doesn't like DJ just doesn't seem to apply himself. It's so bad. <laughs> yeah, on He's the like report that lazy card lad school. down the back of the class. Could do yeah, better. could do better. Like, <laughs> it's so bad. Um, so like what they've what they've taken so far doesn't. It's just the questions they're asking politically, and what they're doing to the foundations that professional golf is built on. Like the European Tour, like we said it already. 
they've introduced this demon into the room and now they, we haven't heard from them. They're not commenting on anything. I've reached out for comment on certain things and sent emails, nothing back. Yeah. They're not commenting. So um, I just don't know where, like, by all accounts, looking behind the scenes, like, this was presented to the European tour before Live Golf went and did what they wanted to do. And the whole strategic alliance was formed. Now, what are the European tour going to do going forward when their members, by all accounts, are fuming? Yeah. That, like... Their tour now is It's literally going to end up Being a feeder tour Like To the PGA Tour uh, 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 So their choices are To either Join up And strengthen The strategic alliance This is real Star Wars stuff, Like <laughs> Strengthen the alliance And join up Or um, Cozy up to live To people that you have Cozied up with before And yeah. you know how they operate And you know who they are And you never ask That moral question before Like we got if I was live, I would have promos of Keith Pelly saying how great Saudi Arabia is and how yeah. revolutionary this is going to be. Oh no, absolutely. Use that. Like, would be. Which one they're the that. DP World Tour? <coughs> like, it, like, yeah, like literally yeah, no, yeah. Dubai Dubai already ports, to you. Ports World Tour. Yeah, and there's plenty going wrong if people want to go down that like uh, yeah. political route there too. But yeah, but uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, so the European Tour, DP World Tour, now have like if they don't. The fact that they've come out and not put their signature at the on the end bottom, of yeah, the their PGA heads and their bets thing. are almost started. Like all the, like they could be the strongest tour in the world. They're looking at, and their members would probably want that. A lot more of their members would want that now at a board level. They obviously balk at it, yeah, and um, because they haven't cozied up with it. But like, there's so much at stake here. When you look at like the strategic alliance, and so take the Scottish Open or whatever, which you would think is great news for the tour. I think that's a great news for the fans because it means we get most of the best players in the world to watch. But as a DP World Tour member, half your field is going to be taken up by PGA Tour players. So yeah, it's that, actually not squeezing them even further. Exactly. And not just that. So that, like you've guys at that bottom end of of golf getting absolutely squeezed off the European Tour. Yeah. The PGA Tour guys like have you seen recently like Monday qualifying we talk about Monday qualifying. It, yeah. So $3,000 it costs usually to get in. PGA Tour have doubled that, $6,500 yeah. for Monday qualifying. Like that is abysmal yeah. way to treat up-and-coming pros. And then we question why some guys that we haven't heard about go and sign to live golf to make 120 handy grand. Yeah. Like it's not, these guys, there's very few guys on PGA European Tour. We spoke about the amount of people that make money, can make money. Very few guys can afford the luxury of paying for trophies, playing for trophies. Yeah. Like you're talking paying five or six guys. That's a good fight Playing for trophies. Yeah. <laughs> you're talking five or six guys at best in the Rory McIlroy bracket that just play for trophies and not money now. Yeah. And that's it. Like we talk, like we look at someone like Seamus Power. He's done well this year. If you net out everything that he has spent, done and is earning and you take his next five years, if he has a little slump at all, like... You know, it's not. It's a nice living, mm. but it's not. It's not life changing. It's life changing sums of money. Yeah, but when you strip it all out and you average it all out, and that's why I don't condone so many of these guys in their late thirties, early forties, jumping ship and and taking this because, like, if it's land on your lap at the end of your career, I'm surprised more of them haven't. And the only reason more of them haven't is 
Phil Mickelson came out and did what he did. Yeah. And that's what, like, 20 guys... And they're hoping it blows outside, over yeah, in the meantime. They're the rats that are waiting in the wings, you know? Yeah. And, and 20 of these guys, we were told around that Mickelson time, and that's why Shipnook released those statements. They, they had their 20 names, and they were 20 guys out of the world's top 40. Yeah. Like, there is no question about it. And so they've only got four or five of them now. Mm. So there's another 15 guys that if... Everything you believe that is read that you read online have signed previously. If they'd signed previously, they'd signed NDAs. If they signed those NDAs, they had received money. Yeah, and the money was given back, and now they're they're waiting in the wings. And like, it's hard to know what's going to happen. Like, is the DP World Tour sitting there thinking, like, do they have an issue bans with anyone yet for a start? So it depends. If they do, it's going to be mayhem. It would be mayhem. Um, Because these guys, these live guys, right? We've spoken about it for anyone that doesn't know they've two years to wait to get access to world ranking points yeah so like taylor gooch now yeah he's a good example 30th in the world or 30 something in the world like by the end of the year he's out of the world's top 100 and like irrelevant gone now i think there are certain i i did it's very hard to get your hands on like these guys resigning pga tour membership how they access back in it's a big gray area as far as I'm aware, these guys can take a punt this year and resign and actually rejoin the PGA Tour next year with no questions asked. Okay, I haven't seen that. That like, would be big. But that, that, I think that is the point. Like, So the PGA Tour, they're hedging their bets as well. But the DP World European Tour are totally... They're at the mercy of other people around them and their members. I, I don't know if they're hoping that they get a bit of fallout. So when, like, as the tour improves, 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 if lads getting kicked off to 48 or aren't eligible for a certain week, if they go and play the DP World, or if these boys outside of playing live golf events apply for DP World Tour membership and can play to supplement whatever amount of tournaments they play with live, will that DP World Tour then improve? I don't see that happening. Personally, I think they'll go to the Asian tour by the sounds of things and they'll get their supplementary golf there. Yeah. And like the Saudis are just going <coughs> to keep pumping money into the Asian tour, which is good for the Asian tour, which has been absolutely on its arse for God knows how long. And if they're um, attracting good players, you see, again, it's a double-edged sword. We're talking about world ranking points being the, the be-all and end-all here for Liv. But this, in the same way for the European tour, this is all changing later this year, like August, September this year. So... Last year, the DP World, like the ranking points, they're, they're being downgraded. Mm. The DP World European Tour. So you look at an example this year. So 24 points won by Torbjorn Allison at last month's British Masters. After August 1st, that'll be worth nine points. I know, yeah, it's a serious like, decrease. That is, like chances are not many DP World's players will be looking at the mm. DP World European Tour as a way of playing their way into the world's top 50 anymore. No. It's impossible. Impo- that's what I was going to say. Like, mathematically, they can't do it. Whatever so they even wanted, they can't. Th- but you're talking about, say, 300-odd guys that have European Tour cards. Mm. They then become an irrelevance. Yeah. And, and and they've no access into WGCs because they're not making enough points. So then they'd look to go to the PGA Tour to try and, and they've no access in there. Corn Ferry, <coughs> Corn Ferry, yeah, but like, you know, so through. the Asian tour then is the only option, mm. and they're playing a guaranteed two million dollar events all around Europe. And I'm sure if Live and the Saudis, and if things don't go the way there, they'll bolster that. They'll do four million dollar events, and they'll do twenty of them exactly, and they'll and decimate the, the European no, tour, and they'll give the PGA tour guys 
world ranking access. Like they're they're showing how corrupt the whole system is with the amount of corrupt money they're spending. Yeah, is what Liv are doing, and and they're blowing holes in every argument. We can argument about morality and about this, that, and the other, but there's no morals on any side. Is all I'm trying to get across. Well, there's, that's, there's, a there's lot less. There's a lot more. Yeah, but there's side. there's a lot more on one side, but they're still very hypocritical but like, the way they go. But why this. are they doing all this? They're not doing this for the good of the game. Like you're painting that no. out like they're trying to like expose oh, no, they're, yeah, flaws no, they're in golf. Like they're doing it for their <laughs> benefit. They're doing it to do it exactly what their neighbours have been allowed to do yeah. over the last 20, 30 years. And they're exactly. late to the party. Yeah. And the world is a more politically but, but, correct. Yeah. But world I do than it was. feel like I, I'd say those players were pretty surprised at how those press conferences and things went. Like, for all the blowback that they thought they were going to get, I'd say it was a lot worse. And I think it's only going to get worse when Portland's next event, like, you're on the PGA Tours tour. I think they're in for a serious heckling. And especially, like you talk about the 9 11 stuff. I don't agree with any of that being brought up. Um, I think that's just to, like, get the troops together against yeah, these yeah. lads, basically. But I think that's there's going to be a huge um, patriotic swing against these lads when they go over to America. Like, I don't feel sorry for them at all. I think they know what they're signing up for. Like looking at that leaderboard, Henny Duplessis never hit him, seen him hit a ball in my life. Two point one two five million he collected. There's lads like Taylor Gooch. His biggest check was two hundred grand before that. I think unbelievable. Andy Ogletree, I think, is a, a good man. I li- like I listened to him beforehand talk about like the entitlement of some of these lads. He was saying that I haven't even looked at the money to be honest. Don't know what I'm getting paid for this, but uh, <laughs> I would have loved to be on the Corn Ferry tour, but no one, no one gave me any exemptions, and like I felt like I'm entitled to them. Yeah. And he has been dog shit since he turned pro. Awful player. 24 over par in this thing, and he shot or what did he get? 120 grand for it. But, like, that's just a man looking for a payday. There's so many of those that, on that end of the spectrum, that you can kind of just be like, oh, yeah, but they're grand, just me in, understand in and that. out. In exactly. And out just, they just needed a field. They needed a field. But, but, like, they're paying caddies and everything, like these lads. That's what I can't get my head around. I, I know, and apparently, like, all the caddy, like, you've picked the wrong time to hang up the bib. Yeah, yeah, it looks like caddies are being well treated over there. But there's so much smoke and mirrors with their whole, like, prestige worldwide. Oh, God. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, like, Both face painting. <laughs> yeah, like, it's just, like, all that kind of, yeah, just mad distraction tactics and all. But, like, talking about the actual golf product, it was just golf, and it just didn't grab me, and it meant nothing. And I just can't see it ever meaning anything given who's backing it and the money that's being thrown at it because there's just there's nothing there like it's I just think there's a, a big opportunity for the PGA to, to do something similar or to get in with Premier League golf and and just totally like have their own thing but that they don't will need be to get in with anyone they just need to they just need to start changing yeah. up their product and the players are unhappy if like this is it's game over someone like um <laughs> like if someone if, if if one or two of the younger guys go across, like we're saying, say if Victor Hovland moves, like we're saying, we're seeing online, if that happens, that's game over. I because don't think so. He will be one, and more will follow. I don't think. I'm looking at that te- top ten. I don't see it. And even if Hovland went, I just don't see where any of the others. Well, like maybe Hovland just I don't know about his background or whatever. But these like loyal American dudes, McElroy Thomas, like PJ tour backgrounds. Our PGA Pro backgrounds with Thomas's dad and stuff like that. There's an awful lot. Like people say that the the money is just going to win and they're just going to buy everything, but they haven't. Like because like this that hasn't happened yet. If the money was going to win, it would have happened from the off. Like enough lads have already put their like 
best foot forward or whatever and said I'm not interested in it. And lads like Robert McIntyre who like haven't made a lot of money and could easily jump to that tour, but like it's not important to them. Like I do think it's easy for McElroy to be the poster boy of this because obviously he doesn't have a money issue in the yeah. world. Um, but there's an awful lot of other lads who are all being grossly like well bloody paid um, to be on the PGA Tour. Who are, like Taylor Gooch is a weird one because he would have made tens he's, and tens of millions playing yeah, but he's, golf. He's probably not making much money at the end of it all when you consider oh, the lifestyle, the, how he goes about his business, what you have to have with you. Like it costs a lot of money to be a PGA Tour player of... Now, he has started to come into it. Like, he hasn't just arrived on the scene, the PGA. No, nah, he's 30 so years he's old. A, he's a decade of digging but to he's get he's making there. money now, Peter. He's making money now, but you average it out over 10 years. It's not, like... I tell you, it's a lot more than any of us <laughs> are making. Like, it a is. Lot, in a year, he's making a lifetime <clears throat> money, I can guarantee it. But it's it's not all as simple as that, is all I'm saying. You know? Like, we could, listen, we could talk about this for hours, 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 days, but... Yeah. Um... No, you could, and but yeah, like am I just that? I don't even have a, a finish to it, but I just I do feel pretty good about the whole thing. Like I just I don't think you can buy overnight a golf tour. Like you and you you can't create like you can't call teams like Great Balls of Fire or whatever the hell they're called and just keep going on. Like expect people to invest in that. Like there's no loyalty at none of these players, not one of them has any loyalty as far as I can see to anything that was given to them before. And most of them should have loyalty because they've been given a great life and they've decided to jump ship because they want a better one. Like, that's their prerogative, but I'm not going to invest in that line of thinking. But some of them will say, if you were to quiz them up on it and be like, they will, they, it's not that they're, like, they feel, and, and really they have, they've earned the money that was put in front of them before. You know, they they've they've played the shots, they've they've navigated their way, they've won those prize funds. So they don't owe the PGA Tour stuff. The PGA Tour gave them the platform to do they it. They did. They did. And, and they, and like they, they, they organise an awful lot. Like it's not these lads, like a lot of I them just, couldn't. That platform spell needs to change. Loyalty, and, and 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 they're not thinking about the next wave of guys coming through, highlighted by the fact of the world ranking stuff, what's happening in, in Europe on the D P World Tour. Like the PGA Who's Tour. Who's not thinking of the next wave? The PGA Liv. Tour themselves. Well, Liv are high, like, Paprez 46. Like, what's oh, I know, this yeah, next yeah, wave? Yeah. They're just letting lads in. Yeah, but they're not the answer. On. They're not the answer. What Liv are doing on the PGA Tour in place of the WGCs would be a way to start changing the game. But they're never going to do it. Yeah, I no, don't, these guys, will these guys ever sit, sit down in a no, room together? No. There's enough money out there, though, <clears> that they don't need to consult like lives money yeah it'll be interesting i hope that like long term maybe golf is a four month off season in that four months maybe have like second tier players kind of having a, a mini season battling to get places on a bigger tour and then there's a, a separate couple of months where players can play their way maybe into this kind of a team concept or a top 48 and there's relegation promotion every year everything means something you have your four majors Gonna be interesting what the hell happens with the majors. Like fair enough, the lads will all play this year. They'll play the open, they'll play the, the, the two opens. But, but next like year there's got like some of the pettiness about this like thing, like pimento cheese sandwiches on sale over at Live Golf in London. Like the, Phil Mickelson wearing the Masters logo on his top. That didn't last off. very long. No, but I'd say he just wanted the photo. Just making the water, mate. Yeah, he's just... But, like, that kind of shit, like, it, that wasn't... It was has never been Augustus' fight, but I'd say those kind of things, like, no more to Michael Jordan, and I took that personally. Like, they will not be happy. Yeah. And that tournament will be fine without those lads. 
like golf as things stand with if if they lose a few more like golf will be fine i agree if a, like a justin thomas or rory mcelroy goes then all hell will break loose i don't think victor hovland holds that sway i would be very surprised if he jumped ship just because he's literally an atm machine and i do really like him so i don't want to think about that happening <laughs> but uh no i think yeah if they lose one of those big guys but i just don't see like speed chef or all those lads there's more to them than that Hopefully, hopefully, but let's see. But it's sad. It's poxy even talking about it. It all is. The no, time. it's sad all the time. And that we've, was such we've a big done week it for, for you. Golf yeah, as and well. that's the thing. You made the point, a very valid point, last week when we were doing stuff. Ladies, uh, US Women's Open, when yeah. we were doing so the week before last. And that was the week that they dropped their names of who was playing in the thing. And you're saying, like, in light of the biggest event in women's golf history yeah, biggest prize and everything they land this news and then this event takes place in the one week that a woman wins on the dp world tour mm-hmm. for the first time in history and it's taken us 52 minutes that's our fault we're giving that too yeah, much sorry oxygen. lynn grant no but we're giving it too much oxygen you know yeah. so I, but like it is the talking points of what's going on but it's sad yeah. that's that's what makes me sad about what the way things are going well it's an upheaval i just don't want to watch what what it is like if that's the way the pro golf is going which i still don't think it is but if it is the way it's going i don't I, no more i'll be associated with no and golf. it's the exact same with the football super league like this isn't a golf issue like this is a sport issue like and it's not that you're do you afraid feel the of same change way? do you like, feel the same way like as when michael owen signed for united <laughs> um, How did you feel that day? Do you I'd, feel worse or, or do you feel less? I actually, I, I didn't care that much about that. Mike Long never had my heart. Robbie, oh, Robbie, Robbie Fowler going to Leeds. Leeds. That was that, a tough that, that one to take. But then he came back and all was forgiven. Um, he ruined us. Yeah. Uh, no, but no, in fairness, yeah, enough about Live Golf, to be fair. We'll probably be talking about it for weeks on end still. Um, but it'd be nice to take a break of it. I thought Scandinavian mix, I didn't watch a lot of this. I'd be lying. But I, I watched a few holes. Yeah. Lingram was unreal. Relentless. Unreal. Now, and I see almost every comment under it is, but were they playing from the same tee boxes? And no, they weren't. <laughs> um, but, like, there wasn't that big a difference. And the whole point of this thing is to create a level playing field in that, like, your second shot approaches are from the same, roughly the same landing area. So you're playing similar clubs into the greens. And in the case of a lot of the women, they'll be playing extra clubs into the greens even from those same landing spots so for her to win by nine shots is just unreal and not just that like so she won by nine shots but how far ahead of was it 15 shots ahead of the nearest lady yeah. competitor yeah that's a bigger gulf so that's it that'll tell you how good exactly. she is against the same tees 15 shots that's yeah. tiger woods 2000 oh, stuff. different stra- i remember writing about this girl um like just to doing random amateur events around like she's only 22 could be an absolute superstar like there was a few um she's played a bit in ireland before she yeah. played in like the amateur yeah. when it was at rcd and stuff like that oh the sound when she hits a golf ball is yeah. unbelievable you were up at that event uh, yeah no exactly um and yeah sure she's only 22 like she was only leading by two and birdies five versus first six holes like on a sunday like absolute potential superstar yeah um which was class and in good news for johnny caldwell made a cut which was and not only made a cut he shot his best round on the final round round of 70 it was playing tough not for Liam Grant but for most people yeah. um he won 11k he got up 17 places in the race to Dubai like he really needed a week um so that's Something a start to kick on from, yeah. yeah no it stopped the bleeding anyway um another thing I watched over the weekend was Curtis Cup which was free on YouTube I think there was like 400 people watching the stream 
Um, it's sad. I, you know, I felt I felt bad for that because you're looking at the teams going into it. We cover a lot of amateur golf. It's a total mismatch. Yeah, and it was inevitable. Like it, even that scoreline was inevitable. Yeah, we, like they're just so much better uh, at that level. Yeah, as a team. Ah, uh, yeah, like they have like Rose Yang's the best in the world by a mile, um, and she pulverized. I think it was Louise Duncan seven and five in the last day. I watched the third session, sort of four balls on the Saturday. Lauren Walsh got it going. Yeah, nice. exactly. She was brilliant. I think she bird like five holes in a row or something. Um, and they won that match, and they really could have won the next two, and that might have made it interesting. Um, and then they lost them both. Um, yeah. and that was game over. Steamrolled like. Yeah, so they won like yeah, and Americans need like a point and a half in the singles. So that is a waste of time. I don't know if they need to like make it continent to Europe, make it a lot harder to get in the team, but it'd be a lot deeper. Like some of the Swedish golfers are like dominating that top ten wagger and stuff. Um but yeah, like GB and I did won it in Dunleary in twenty sixteen, so it's not like they're getting smashed every every year. And all Two these girls Yeah. All these girls play in America, so but it just so happens that yeah, it's just such a deep talent pool over there. But I really liked it, and that golf course looked unbelievable. Marion, that's, that's on top of my hit list. Oh, I'd love to play it. Anyway, I haven't seen a golf course look as good on TV, like maybe ever. Like yeah, the greens, we'll, we'll only see little USGA events like that. We'll never see a major back there because it's just too small of a property. Really? Yeah. And oh, that's a shame. No, I looked at Justin Rose class. could be the last wicker basket man we see. Yeah, God. No, that was, yeah, it looked deadly. And I was actually, I watched the No Lay Enough video of Brookline getting a sense of the course. That looks like it's going to be an interesting test. Like the greens look tiny. And yeah, no, it is. That's a real old school as well. Did yeah. you see actually a sideline on Brookline? I seen it last night on, you see the whole Kevin Nah heading off. Did you see And Grayson Murray, wasn't he? He was having Oh, yeah, yeah. See the boys, so Grayson Murray qualified, went through qualifying for the US Open. No. Their lockers are beside each other this week. Oh, no way. Yeah. That's Grayson unreal. checked in yesterday and took a photograph and, oh, look who I'm beside. <laughs> was that <laughs> planned? They kicked the crap out of each other. Literally, I'd say Grayson would knock spuds off him, but Stop. yeah. Half um, cut. Yeah. Sorry, I say that. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but no, so that was good. Yeah. So yeah, I watched a fair bit of golf over the weekend. Um, I have a bit of a roundup if you want. Yeah, that. go for it. Um, James Sugroove, fifth on Alps. You shared the final round lead. Um, yeah. Shot 67, lost by two. Can't really complain shooting 67. No, and shot round. three rounds in the 60s and still like. Was he three shots back, two shots back? I think it was two, fifth, tight fifth. <coughs> Good week, yeah, yeah, one to build. It's nice to see him playing well. Um, similar, uh, like it, nearly weeks for the lads on Alps and for the challenge. Rory McGee, who I like, used to write about all the time a couple of years ago, kind of dropped off the face of the earth a bit, but shot a 62 in the second round, I think. Yeah. Um, finished tight 20 Him and John Murphy Both had good chances For a good week Going into the last day Both shot over par On the final day Tied 29 for John Murphy um, LPGA I didn't actually see Any of this this week But another missed cut For Leona yeah. Which was Surprising after US Open um, I don't know If she just Like being a Pioneer Being back Near Duke That she rose her game For that They have a major In two weeks Couple of weeks I think she's back This week for the Meyer, the Meyer. Where she finished Second to Nelly yeah. Last year and she was 23 under par. Like, she seems like a, she's a long way off that kind of form now for this week. But you never know. Um, Steph is back there as well. The current Pro-Am. I was playing golf over the weekend and it was windy. So I can only imagine oh, what it was videos? like for Karen. Did you see some of the videos? Oh, like, unbelievable. <laughs> Crazy. Like, for Tim Rice to shoot under, under par, par. 
Like that is days. some effort. Only man under par. Now, in fairness, uh, Richie O'Donovan shot under par yesterday. Yeah, in he, the I think worst he finished of the weather. one over, he but unbelievable one over, round. But shot a, like a bogey free seventy. Big time, like what? phenomenal. I'd say he was the only one in the field to go bogey free. Yeah, oh, hundred percent. I'd love to see what Andy Ogletree would shoot a car <laughs> on, on a blustery weekend. Um, but yeah, fair play to Tim Rice. He's he's always popping up in the winners' circle, isn't he? Yeah. Um, Connick stroke play was on Rob Basil. He's on the nice man. Yeah, <laughs> returned to form. He was second at the Ulster stroke play. I think he won by four. Fine around sixty nine. No one else broke seventy. Um, so yeah, fair play to him. There's so much amateur stuff on at the minute. Amateur championship starts today. Royal Lytton St Anne's. Some amount twenty five. Twenty five Irish Twenty five patties. Um, That's a serious. Hundred and fifty the open chance to like you play your way in, do a James who grew with Port Marnock who got into Port Rush. It's a serious opportunity. And a lot of those like um Liam Nolan from Galway, Matthew McLean, like a lot of lads in form. Yeah. It'd be fancy in a big time. Um yeah, but that's a serious contingent. Like that's a flight almost. So fair play to them. Um the close is on at the minute. That's gonna end tomorrow, Tuesday. We're recording Monday. Um, Le Hinch's 18 Waltz was leading qualifier there So semis in the final are on at Grange on Tuesday That's all free to enter Anyone wants to watch a bit of amateur golf Like it's savage Like you can rock up there in No ropes in action Follow the fairways, follow the action It's all good um, And yeah, that's kind of it for the roundup. What about the Edgar boys? We're European champions Oh god almighty yeah oh, And not only were they They won by 16 shots They, they did a tiger run. I was waiting for you I was going Surely he's going to get to these lads now soon There you go That's what happens when you have the weekend off Even though all <laughs> I was doing was watching the golf no, Sorry Brendan and the lads Unbelievable <laughs> So yeah Like you've uh, Aidan Graham Connor Stone Garrett McNeely uh, And Brendan Lawler And uh, yeah Serious yeah, oh, oh, 16 bloody shots, sure. the lads are, yeah, an absolute joke There's And it was close after the first fair. round Yeah It was tight after the first round, they were like a shot clear Then they were like 12 shots clear and then they extended it on further Like it's, it's serious It's a savage talent pool, there's an egg event on in Roganstown over the summer that people should watch as well um, It was 25 shots, was the Win in the end Yeah, well the team consisted of Aidan Graham, uh, Gaynor Brendan Lawler and Connor Stone won the event by a massive 25 shots. They started 16 oh, the strokes clear okay. at the start some, of the day. Like, it was just like, talk about daylight yeah. in between you and the team ahead. But that's, it's great to see because like we give, we give Brendan a lot of bandwidth just because he was kind of the first one that yeah. we sort of got involved in. But to see the amount of guys coming through now, the Edgar system and Golf Ireland were supporting this as well. Yeah. So like they're they're playing in golf Ireland colours, they're representing their country. It's great to see. Big time. And like they are unbelievable golfers. Like they are as good as any able body golfer. Like yeah. Like it's just it is uh, admirable. Um and just class to watch. No, but fair play to them. They're gonna be a a horrible team to play against for anyone in fairness. Stop. Um so yeah. I think that's it. That's pretty much a wrap. Are we gonna bother with heroes and villains this week? We listed off a fair few of them, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I'll shout out Pat Perez, Perez's wife. <laughs> I think she's a, <laughs> an absolute villain, about as charming as a seagull looking for a chip. Um, I just couldn't stand her. If anyone wants to watch a video of just a 
just an absolute nightmare of a woman. You can see why Pat Perez is signing up and making that U-turn anyway. I'd say as soon yeah. as she got wind of, you're not signing up to this, Pat. You're not, you're not turning away from that money. Yeah, exactly. You're going there. Um, but yeah, I know there's so many villains and it, they're all signing for Live Golf. It's gas. What a collection of Sith Lords. Enemies. Yeah. Sith Lords. Sith Lords, yeah, and serpents. Um, yeah, no, that's it. Well, I think that's it for me. Is that it from you? That's it for me. That that was a bit of a serious chat. No, it was. Really. No, I thought I, we'd I, get deeper into some areas. I thought we'd have a bit more of a bash, but it it was a very uh, two broken men. Yeah, stop, yeah. Stop. One happy, one sad. Apparently, that's it. Watch out for the live golf ads now on IrishGolfer.ie. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, that's it from all of us here. Uh, cheers as always, Jonner, and cheers to you for tuning in. And we'll be back next week on Monday. Cheers for tuning in, and we'll talk to you soon.